Hey, and thanks for taking the time to listen with us here at Gospel Way as we seek to find rest in Christ. Please know that this is supplemental and does not replace your local church or the pastor that God has given to shepherd your soul. But it is our prayer that God will use these resources to bless you and point you to Jesus. Let me call your attention to the book of Romans chapter number 6. The book of Romans chapter number 6. We'll be looking at uh, the first several verses of Romans chapter number 6. Paul dives a little deeper. We, we looked at last week and considered the reflection on baptism. We looked and reconsidered four crucial points about baptism, what it is, what it is not. We considered last week that baptism does not save. It is not a means of salvation. Uh, we considered last week that baptism is a command of Christ. Christ did command that we do and practice baptism. And we're going to understand more of why he did, why that command was there. That not only he commands that we are baptized, but he commands that we go forth teaching and baptizing in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. We looked at last week that baptism belongs to the church. It is an ordinance that is to be administered by the church. Uh, you, can, uh, you can be like Shirley Temple and you can take as many down to the creek as you want to and you can play around with what you may consider baptism, but baptism belongs to the church. It's administered by the church. Uh, we considered most importantly, I think, last week that baptism is a one-time event. We're going to dive in this morning, the Lord being our helper, to a greater understanding as to why baptism is a one-time event. Baptism is a means of God's grace to His people. We considered last week that baptism is a communication from Christ of an already achieved salvation. Baptism allows us to visualize an already achieved salvation one that's already been taken care of, and Christ gave us that so that we could visualize what He had done for us. With that being said, we'll read the Scriptures here in just a moment, but I want us to look at four specific truths as to why baptism is a means of God's grace to His people. Romans chapter number 6 and verse number 1, the Bible said, What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Paul answers that question. He says, God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin 
live any longer therein. Paul's telling us here the same thing that I mentioned, that that old man's dead. If you have been taken out of Adam and placed in Christ, the old man is dead. That, that, That old man didn't transfer into Christ. Christ, the new man, took on that place uh, or took that place in our lives. So we are no longer bound to that sin. We're no longer uh, that sin. That old man no longer has dominion over us. We're not controlled by him. Although we do give in to the appetites that we learn from the old man from time to time, we, that old man's dead. Sin hath no more dominion over us. And Paul's telling us and instructing us here about that very thing. And he says, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Then he goes on and he gives the example that we're going to look at. He said, know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. He is given us baptism as the example. He starts out as, shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? He said, no. How can we who are what? Dead. We who are dead in sin... How shall we live any longer therein? And he gives the example and uses the example in this passage of Scripture as baptism. I want us to understand one of the reasons that we consider and look at baptism as a means of grace is that baptism is a sign of proclaiming our union with Christ. It is a sign proclaiming our union with Christ. Here's what we need to understand. We can look at signs all we want to look at them, but that sign is not the thing. Here's the example. If you're driving down the highway and you're wanting to go to Greensboro, North Carolina, you're going, to get, you're going to go north on Interstate 85 and you're going to follow what? You're going to follow signs that are going to take you to Greensboro, North Carolina. When you pass by that sign that says Greensboro, 48 miles, or Greensboro, 63 miles, or whatever the sign says, when you pass by that sign, is that sign Greensboro? No. We have a union in Christ and Christ has given us baptism as a sign of our union in Christ. 
It points us to that union that we have in the Lord Jesus Christ. It is a sign that points us to what we have in Christ. You and I are that are born again, you and I that are saved by the grace of God, we live a already but not yet life. We live a life that we are saved by the grace of God. And in, in, the, in the sight of God, we are seated with Christ on His right hand. John, even in the book of Revelation, John saw a number around the throne of God that was innumerable. He said there was thousands upon thousands and there were, there were people from every kindred and every tribe and every tongue. There were every kind of people that were around the throne and they were crying out, holy, holy, holy. They were praising God. What did John see? John saw what we have not yet seen, but what we are already in Christ. So that being said, you and I are in Christ and that's something that we need to understand, something that we need to get a hold of. We are already in Christ. Paul told us that here in, in chapter 6 and verse number 3 and 4. He said, Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized, what? Into Jesus Christ were baptized into what? His death. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, and like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. Our baptism, and when we see others baptized, should call us back to that union that we have in Christ. It should remind us of that union that we have in the Lord Jesus Christ. Baptism is a picture of that union. It is us being placed into Christ. He not only tells us that in Romans chapter number 6 that we are looking at here in verse number 1 through verse number 4, but also in the book of Colossians chapter number 2 in verse number 11 down through verse number 14. The Bible tells us here, "...in whom also ye are circumcised with the circumcision made without hands in putting off the body of the sins of the flesh." By the circumcision of Christ. He tells us in verse number 12, Buried with him in baptism, wherein also ye are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God, who hath raised him up from the dead. You and I are raised in Christ. We're raised to do what? Walk in the newness of life. It's interesting, and I don't want to get ahead of myself, but it's interesting that baptism is the command that God has given to whom? He's given it to the church. We're to go forth teaching and baptizing in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. 
We're to do that, and we're to do that to draw people's attention to who they are in the Lord Jesus Christ, that they have been baptized into the Lord Jesus Christ. That is a gift of God given to the person. Baptism is not something that you have accomplished. It's not something that you have gained. It is a gift given to you by God to call your attention and draw your attention to your union with the Lord Jesus Christ. Colossians chapter 2 and verse number 11 through 14, we just read, circumcision and baptism are signs of that union in Christ. Circumcision that you saw in the Old Testament, circumcision that the Jews practiced was a a cutting away. It was a taking away of that flesh. Baptism is us, us having that old man taken away, that old man buried, that old man put away, and we are risen in Christ to walk in the newness of life. We're reminded by baptism who we are and who we are in. We're in Christ. We're reminded of our identity in the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, it is a command of Christ. Yes, it is a command, but it is a command given to the church to go forth and teach people and to train them and to baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. So many times we consider that command of Christ, we consider it that if you're not baptized, you're not being obedient. That is a gift given to us. It's something handed to us by Christ. It's not your next step to get closer to God. It is God giving you something to call your attention back to who you are in the Lord Jesus Christ. Calling you back to your union in the Lord Jesus Christ. Remember that baptism is a sign. It is not a saving act. It is not something that saves us. It is a sign that takes us back to that already accomplished salvation. It reminds us of that already accomplished salvation. It is a sign of a place. It is not a place. It is a sign of a place. And it points us to that place. It is a sign of to a place, not that place, that tells us about that place. It instructs us about that place, who we are in Christ. It reveals unto us afresh and anew our identity in the Lord Jesus Christ. It reminds us of our union in Christ. It is a sign of our union in Christ. That's the way it should be viewed when we see someone else being baptized. It is, it, is, it is an outward sermon being spoken to those around that this person is in union with Christ. And it should be a, a message spoken to us as those that view it that of our union with the Lord Jesus Christ.
It's a reminder. <coughs> Baptism not only is our si a sign of our union with Christ, but it is a sign that is proclaiming a new life. It's proclaiming a new life. Back again in Romans chapter 6 and verse 1 through 4. We are told that we are, we, in, in fact, he tells us here in verse number 4, Therefore, ye who, were, ye who are dead with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. It is a reminder to us that of that newness of life that we have. How often have we been like David? When we've had to cry out to God, Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. David got it. David understood it. He understood it was not his salvation. It was the gift of God. He said, Lord, restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. Remind me, that's what David was saying. He's saying, remind me again who I am in Christ. I know that David didn't have the, the, the theology that we have now. He didn't have the terminology and Christ did not come. And, and, and the, 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 the very fact of Christ finishing the work before God had not been accomplished yet, but he was looking forward to that. David was saying, remind me. Remind me who I am in you. Remind me that I am yours. Remind me of that covenant that you are keeping on my behalf. It's a sign that is a proclaiming of our new life. Baptism is signifying a newness of life in Christ. <laughs> I, I don't want to downplay whatever circumstance brought you to the point of salvation. I do not want to downplay that. I don't intend on downplaying that. We, we should be able to hold to those things. We should be able to look at those things. But one thing that God has definitely given us from the Word of God is baptism that we can look back to, not our, our experience, not what we may have had happened to us that brought us to salvation, but he gave us baptism as a definite means of grace to look back to, to see who we are in the Lord Jesus Christ. Baptism is signifying a newness of life in Christ. <laughs> we don't always walk in that newness of life. We don't always display that newness of life. But can I, can I tell you something this morning that ought to bring joy to your heart? You are still in that newness of life. It may not be readily available and you may not see it as much at some times in your life, but you are still in that newness of life. What did that newness of life place you in? It placed you in an acceptable place before God, did it not? 
what we may do in our life and when we give in to the appetites of this flesh, when we do that, does that, does that hinder our acceptance before God? No. Why? Because what is our acceptance before God? It is Christ. It's not what I've done. It's not what I've accomplished. If it were that, then you and I would have something to boast in. And he told us we were saved by grace through faith and that not of ourselves, lest any man should boast. I have nothing to boast in. I could look back at my family heritage all I wanted to look back at. I can, I can look back at whatever goes on in my life. I can look back at this. I can look back at that. I have nothing to boast in outside of the Lord Jesus Christ. And baptism points me back to that newness of life in Christ. Why? Because it is in Christ. Galatians chapter 3 and verse 27 talks to us about putting on Christ through baptism. It is, a, it, is an, it is an outward manifestation of who you are in the Lord Jesus Christ. It's a spiritual life that is granted to us by God's mercy. It's not something you earned. It's not something I earned. It's not something I earned, nor is it something that I can lose. My standing before God, my acceptance before God is brought about none other than by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. That is my acceptance before God. That is the reason when the Father looks at me, what does He see? He sees Christ. Why? Because I am His. John chapter number 17 tells me that. He prayed for me then. I was His. He is mine. Oh, what a joy of uh, joy. To, what a foretaste of joy divine. What a blessing to understand our unity that we have in Christ. What a blessing to understand our newness of life that we have in the Lord Jesus Christ. Baptism is also a sign pointing us to a community. It was a blessed day when I realized when I finally saw in Scripture and I finally realized that church was more than just a place to go. <laughs> You're my family. I, I love it when we get together. I love hearing about the things that you battle with. I love hearing about the things that you have victory with. I love hearing those things in your life. And I love rejoicing with you. And I love carry, helping carry your burdens. I love the fact that I can bring my burdens to you. And you can help me carry my burdens. And you can help me in my victories that I have in the Lord Jesus Christ. Why? Because it's a community. 
Are we not instructed that we are one in Christ? Yes. What, 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 if you go back, uh, the book of Ephesians chapter 4 and verse number 4 through 6 tells us that baptism is a marker of our unity in the Lord Jesus Christ. How did I get into Christ? I was baptized into Him. Not by the water baptism. The water baptism is a sign. Don't miss that. Let's go back to the sign. What is a sign? Is a sign the place? No, a sign is a something that leads us to the place. Baptism, as we practice it, baptism as we've been commanded to go forth and do in the New Testament, as we've been commanded to do that, it is a sign pointing us to something that's already taken place. Something that's already been accomplished. It is a sign that points us to community. 1 Corinthians chapter number 12 is probably one of the best places to see that. 1 Corinthians chapter number 12, verse number 12 and 13, the Bible tells us, The body is one and hath many members, and all the members of that one body, being many, are one body. So also is Christ. If you go down, I think it's verse number 18 that tells us, But God hath placed them in the body as it hath pleased him. Do you know when you got when 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 you when you received and understood the grace of God that had been bestowed upon you, that grace that had been given to you, when you understood that you were baptized into Christ, you were placed in the body of Christ, and you were a member in particular in the body of Christ. Now, if that's not community, I don't know what is. Why? Because I'm in the same body, you're in the same body, we're all in the same body, we're part of the body of Christ. There's no frictions, no no fractions, there's no divisions. That's the reason Paul was able to tell them, why in the world are you worried about Apollos and Cephas and all these others? Why are you worried about all of them? We're all in Christ. That is the reason there was no problem for us to go half a mile down the road and baptize four last week in in another church. Why? It was a facility for us to be able to do that. We were able to do that because they realize and we realize we're not in this thing against each other. We're in this thing together. We're all part of the body of Christ. There is a community. We have a community at Gospel Way Baptist Church. Listen, we're here to we're here to share in each other's victories. We're here to share in each other's burdens. We're here to share in each other because we are each other. We are in the body of Christ. There is a community. Not only that, but baptism is a sign giving assurance. For the longest time, a lot of places have said, well, don't give baptismal certificates because 
They might just hang on to that and they might look back at it. And it might be a false sense of security. Baptism is about security. Baptism is about assurance. Our looking at our baptism, our considering our baptism, takes us back to understanding who we are in Christ. I've already said this morning, I'm not belittling the fact that we have different experiences that led us to the point or place. We have those those times that we may have we may have nailed at an altar. We may have nailed in front of a couch in a living room. We may have well, it, those those places and those memories are precious to us, and they should be precious to us. But God has given us a means of grace by which we can gain assurance. And that is looking at baptism as what it is, a sign of who we are in the Lord Jesus Christ. Why did I get baptized as a, as a young boy? I got baptized, and I didn't fully understand it then, but I got baptized because I was recognizing and those around me were recognizing that I had been buried with Christ and that I had been risen again in Christ to walk in the newness of life. And by the way, that... (laughs) Can we just get a hold of this one this morning? That walk's not ours either. That walk is that work that He has begun in you. And who's going to perform it? He's going to perform it. If we look at this thing correctly, it takes all the weight off of you. He's doing it all. He is all sufficient. He is sufficient in our salvation. He is sufficient in our sanctification. He is sufficient in our glorification. He is sufficient this morning. I'm not having to work it up. And therefore, it is a sign giving me assurance of who I am in Christ. Reminding me, calling my memory back to the fact that I've been buried in Christ. I, I, have, I have went through. I have went through His judgment. I have entered the judgment. How did I enter that? Because He went through my judgment. And I have entered into that in Him. I've been buried in Him. I've been risen in Him. When did we get saved anyway? Some 2,000 years ago on a hill outside of, outside of Jerusalem? Where did our salvation come from? It came from the crucifixion of Christ. Our salvation was won on Calvary. Our, our life in Christ was given to us by the resurrection of Christ. Baptism is a sign giving assurance. 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 18 through 22, and we're not going to turn there, but baptism is an appeal to God's promise. It points us to 
to the fact that God promised. That God's going to keep His promise. Baptism is a continual reminder that God is a covenant-keeping God. I, when, when we baptize others, when I was baptized... It was, a, it was a sign of my being risen in Christ to walk in the newness of life. How do I do that? It is in Christ. We are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus. That word created, you know what that means? That means beginning. You know, where, you know when the work began? It was in Christ Jesus. Do you know that Paul said, I am persuaded that he's able to keep that which I've committed unto him against that day? <laughs> it's a continual reminder of God's covenant of grace. Baptism is the answer of a good conscience toward God. So many times, if we're not careful, we condemn ourselves before God when God does not condemn us Himself. So many times we walk around with guilt when God says, not guilty. So many times we walk, we walk around with some kind of burden upon us that was brought upon us because we didn't do this or we didn't do that or we did do this or we did do that and we, we, we bring that condemnation upon ourselves and, and we look at ourselves and we say we're condemned when God says thou remainest now no condemnation for us. Who is there no condemnation for? Those that are in Christ Jesus. Thou, there remaineth now no condemnation for us who are in Christ Jesus. Baptism is the answer for a good conscience. It is God given us His means of grace to look at, to look back to, to have that assurance of that we have a right standing before God. Why? Because we were buried with Christ and risen with Christ to walk in the newness of life. Not because it was an act that we did, but it was a it was a message preached to us by God that I have kept my covenant. I have kept my promise. I have done the work and I'll continue to do the work. Calvin points out that Noah was saved by water. What's he talking about? He went through the judgment. But he went through the judgment where? In the ark. <laughs> the ark took on the judgment. Noah was safe inside. Why was he safe inside? Because he was sealed in there by God. Christ took on the judgment. We're safe inside. Why? Because we're sealed by the Holy Spirit of God. 
We're sealed into Christ. Nobody can get us out. The Bible tells us no man can pluck us out of the Father's hand. Noah obtained life through death. When in the ark, he was enclosed as in a grave. And when the whole world perished, he was preserved together with his small family. So as at this day, the death which is set forth in baptism is to us an entrance into that life. That's what Calvin said. Noah, outside the ark, would have died by the water. But because Noah was in the ark, the ark died, but Noah lived. Christ died, and we live. Christ rose again, and we walk in that newness of His life that He rose again. How do we have a clean conscience over sin? We look to the gospel that's been given to us by baptism. We've been buried in Christ. We're risen again to walk in the newness of life. How do we have hope in death? We look to the resurrection of our baptism. We're resurrected in Christ. Did Christ get up? <laughs> Are we resurrected in Him? Are we to walk in the newness of life of that resurrection? Yes, we are. We need to rediscover the theology of baptism and understand the reality of that means of grace that God has given us. Baptism is a sign of our union with Christ our new life in Christ, our community that we have in Christ, and our assurance that is in Christ. Did you get that? They're all in Christ. They're not in us. They're not in our works. They're not in our efforts. They're in Christ. Acknowledgement of baptism as a means of grace is confirming our faith that has been placed in the Lord Jesus Christ. You and I are called to remember baptism as God's visible word proclaimed in grace. Every time... Every time from this day forward that this group of people see someone baptized, do you know what it do you know what it should be to us? A visible proclamation of the grace of God. Not it, it's not about us. It's about pointing us to Christ. It's about it, it one more time, Brother Ricky, what's it what 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 is what is the whole word of God pointing us to? Christ. Our baptism 
is a means of God's grace pointing us to an already achieved work that Christ has in us. Let's pray.